Okay, first things first, the red is for St. Janarius. We don't know a whole lot about him. He was a bishop and a martyr during the Diocletian persecution. But most famous for it, they say that they have some of his blood still in Naples. He's the patron of the city of Naples. And on this day every year, as well as other days of the year, it returns to liquid form, supposedly. But we have other things to talk about tonight. Today is the last of our big three days. This week, we've, our first readings have come from the wonderful 11th, 12th, and 13th chapters of the first letter to the Corinthians. And if you've been journeying with us the last few weeks, you know the Corinthian community was a mess. That it was um, in this incredibly hedonistic city where they said, you know, to act like a Corinthian at the time of the Roman Empire meant to engage in debauchery and prostitution. And these people in the Christian community had all these divisions between the rich and the poor. And some of them said, I have bigger spiritual gifts than you do. And there were issues about people who were married versus people who weren't, all these different divisions. And St. Paul has been going through this letter talking about the importance of unity. And on Monday we heard him talk about the Eucharist and about how you, if you are going to keep, kick the poor people out of your feast, then you have no right to receive the body of Christ since you've already profaned members of the body of Christ. Yesterday we heard the great, there are many gifts but one spirit, the body of Christ analogy of the different parts. And today we have, of course, one of the most beloved passages that you've probably heard if you've ever been to a Catholic wedding. If someone comes to us saying they have a message from God, what would it take for us to believe them? If they played a dirge or preached repentance and hellfire like John the Baptist, would we believe? If they played a dance, or preached of a God who wants to be in relationship with us, like Jesus preached, would we believe them? Or are we only open to people who meet our vision of what a prophet should be? Do we have a narrow view of who can be a prophet. Paul tells the Corinthians over and over again in this wonderful letter that God is present among them and that they profane God when they unnecessarily divide themselves up. The way to hear a prophet, says Paul, is to love all people. And if one is a prophet, or to use his words, to have the gift of prophecy and comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge and have all faith as to move mountains, to have all that, but to not have love, nothing will be accomplished. So to hear a prophet, one must treat a prophet with love. To be a prophet one must treat people with love. With love, all things are possible. God's love never fails. And if we live in God's love, all things will be accomplished. <laughs>